Share My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we'll be discussing whether or not we should care about what's going on in the Middle East right now. Then we'll be answering a listener's question about whether or not it's okay to have fun days built into your mission trip. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Finally, we'll be updating you on what's going on on our website. With that, let's get started. since we last checked in on your Marsh Madness mm-hmm. bracket. Yep. Two weeks ago, you were, you were pretty excited about, well. about how you were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were ranked at the top there. You still are, but mm-hmm. at this point, you, Kentucky has lost. Right. You're so, out. Well, me and 90% of all brackets. Yeah, if not more than <laughs> that. If not more than that. <laughs> um, well, and like I said last time, at this point mm-hmm. in the season, um, uh, all, all I care about mm-hmm. is what happens tomorrow, right. uh, which is Monday. Today's Sunday. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tomorrow, Monday. Yeah, forget is about when, Easter. Let's talk about Monday. <laughs> Monday is when the Braves start uh, start playing for real. Right. So tomorrow is the first day of baseball season. Opening day. Um, and that's what that's what my sights are on. Right. So how many? So, uh, but I know we're we're going to talk about the Middle mm-hmm. East here in a few minutes. So. <laughs> We're going to just jump into a serious topic here right now. Oh, okay. Um, how many games do you think the Braves are going to win this year? Because <laughs> um, they're not predicted. They are they are predicted to battle the Phillies for last place and yeah. worst record this year. So I don't think they'll end up last. Let me just put it that way. Okay. So any idea how many games? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're going to lose, lose 90 games, uh, which means they'll win 72 games. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say 72 games. Wow, that was quick math. Have you thought about this? I've I've been <laughs> I've been thinking about this since since baseball season ended back Last in October. Year. Okay. So I've had some time. I see. So no prediction from you? No, I'm just going to say they won't end up last. Okay, that's your that prediction. That is my prediction. That's fine. Um, well, uh, we will move on to uh, our sponsor message, which is I'm a little thrown off here because. Um, we have a real sponsor on the website <laughs> or on, on the podcast here and our website, actually. Uh, we'll get to that later. But when we started our podcast and our website, uh, the website started about two years ago. Podcast started about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been really, really careful about who we bring on to advertise alongside of us. That's why, you know, you've never heard us advertising audible.com or stamps or Squarespace or GoDaddy or whatever, uh, because we we could be advertising with these people. I mean, we, we really could, but it's just not what we wanted to align ourselves with because it's not what we're passionate mm-hmm. about. I mean, I, I we mail and ship stuff all the time, but I'm right. just not quite passionate about stamps.com yet. <laughs> uh, so we haven't. Um, but today uh, is the first day that we changed that because we have found something that we really do believe in, and mm. we're really, truly excited to share. So here goes. Here's our first okay. s- real sponsor. So this broad- this this broadcast, this <laughs> podcast, 
is brought to you by the missions program at Bethany Global University. So here at Prepare My Mission and on our podcast, we're passionate about equipping you for an effective mission trip abroad. However, if you're if you're ready to take the next step in your missions journey, like in your you know mm-hmm. your progression, you you need more than just a website and you need more than just a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need real life instruction. You need real life encouragement and leadership. And that's where Bethany Global University comes in. So they have a four-year degree program uh, where you'll learn all about effective missions and you get to put that, uh, that studying into practice because they have a 16-month internship abroad. Cool. So you get to learn and put it into practice. Uh, you are literally earning your degree while you're doing missions abroad, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So that's that's our sponsor message message that we actually truly, really do believe in. And if God has put missions on your heart, why would you pursue anything else in college? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so if you're a student or a parent of a student, you can learn more about why we love this program by visiting preparemymission.com slash college. And that page will walk you through more about uh, their program. How'd we do there? Good. I like it. Cool. Um, So really excited about that. With that, do you have anything you want to add or anything, any banter or any? If I could go back and do college all over, I would definitely do that. Yeah? Man, if only I had known about it. It's just, it's so easy to take the, I I guess, the traditional approach to college Mm -hmm. and just kind of follow your friends to whatever colleges they go to and follow (laughs) your friends. Yeah, (laughs) friends to, through whatever programs they go through. And if you have the chance to to think through this and, um, you know, you've got the chance to, to really, mm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, and for me it was in college, I was on the fence of, do I want to be a full-time missionary or do I not? And I think that would have been to get the hands-on experience would really give you, you know, the first hand, like, okay, is this what God's calling me to or not? You right. know? Yeah. Um, and it's not just, um, <laughs> it's not just, a you know, you can go through these program like this program, and it's not just a missionary's position that you mm-hmm. could be, you know, learning about. Like this, this uh, experience in this degree and that kind of a thing is applicable. Obviously, if you want to be a full-time missionary, but if you want to be like a missions pastor or work in a nonprofit mm-hmm. or a, a church, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a department, missions department, like these are really valuable skills uh, to know in, in those in those job situations as well. Yeah, very cool. All right, well, with that, we'll move on to our featured conversation, uh, our main content, which is should we care about what's going on in the Middle East right now? Who knows? Let's find out. Should we care about what's going on in the Middle East right now? Um, so we are a, a website and a podcast about missions. And while we're not trying to be a news source, we we, we try, tried that. We tried that in some of the <laughs> earlier episodes. and We're uh, not doing it now. And we're not so, doing it now. Yeah. So that tells you how well that went. Uh, <laughs> there are some issues that I think deserve our attention that are truly impacting the world of missions uh, and the world in general and we don't want to just ignore them. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what we're about. And, you know, it's, it's fun to talk about fundraising ideas and that kind of a thing. But some of these issues, I think, deserve our attention. Right. So uh, we're, we're not going to dive into explaining everything that's going on in the Middle East. That's not what we're here for. Uh, but 
we're gonna we're gonna talk to each other about I guess uh, uh, why we should care about right. what's going on, why we're not caring, and uh, and what we can do about it. Yeah. Really. So let's start with the question: Should we care about what's going on in the Middle East right now? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you point to me. Um, I mean, yeah. the simple answer is yes, right? I mean, obviously, I think most people would agree with that. Um, but, you know, when I was, when you gave me these questions to think about, yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that came to mind was, well, God cares. Yeah. You know? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, God cares. So. Yeah, we should care about what God yeah, cares about. Yeah, absolutely, we should care. Um, and then, and then I had another thing that came to mind, if you want me to share yeah, that now. Yeah, um, was specifically a verse, uh, Philippians um, 2, verses 3 through 4 says... Oh, you bring in, bring in, bring you know, bringing scripture. it out. <laughs> um, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but with humility consider others better than yourselves. Do not merely look to your own interests, but also the interests of others. Um, and, you know, this verse was, I mean, obviously, it's kind of one of those common verses that says, you know, it talks about being like Christ and how yeah. Christ came to humanity, um, you know, he became like us and um, humility and, and all of that. But I think this really iterates that we're called to, to care about um, and regard as other people as better than us. You know, we're supposed to put them before ourselves. Um, and I think that is a huge calling as Christians, you know, yeah. and part of that is caring about, you know, what's happening to our fellow believers and, and I mean, non-believers as well, but you know, that also applies to other right. Christians, you know? Yeah, and I think I think one of the reasons why we should care um, is is that this has been, and we'll get to this when we start talking a little, touch on some facts, like this has been going on a really long time, yeah. much longer than you've seen in you right. know, the, the ISIS coverage over the past year or so, you know, on, on TV. This has been going yeah. on a long time. And not that we shouldn't care about the smaller events that happen in the world and the, mm. the smaller attacks here and there, and uh, but um, we should. Th this is this has been going on a really long time, yeah. and I think it's time that you know when, when the longer things go on, I think the more it uh, it requires a response from us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the longer it's there, I mean, the, yeah, it's we how we can't ignore it forever. Exactly. You know? How you long know, can it, you keep saying and ignorant? Yeah. I think we should care because ignorance is not an excuse to do nothing. Yeah. It's not an excuse to not care. Yeah. Um, and so I'll throw a verse in there as well. Ooh, okay. uh, so <laughs> Galatians 6.10 says, Therefore, we, as we have opportunity, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of be believers. And then 1 John 3.17-18 says, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, mm -hmm. but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And this goes back Those to what good. you yeah. were saying about like, if God loves these people and we see these people and have no pity and don't reach out mm -hmm. with actions, how can the love of God be really right. in us? And so I think that's the foundation of why we should care. Now, let's move on to why we haven't been caring. <laughs> and I think I think it's almost... I, is, yeah. So we're... Um, I think the irony about this podcast is that it's not going to get that many listens because it's about the Middle East and people right. don't really care. Um, so, but let's talk about why we haven't been caring. And I've actually got, um, well, I'll, I'll play that in a second. Uh, so 
What What are some reasons <laughs> you have? We'll jump. jump well, to you. this was an honest reflection question. Um, yeah, because I mean, in reality, it's selfish. You know, yeah. it, the biggest things I came up with were it was all realize it was just selfishly pointing back to me, uh-huh. no matter what I do. And you know, one of the biggest things is. Um, that selfishly, I tend to be consumed with my problems first. Yeah, you know, and I let those consume me, um, and then you don't leave a whole lot of room for other other things. Yeah. You know, um, and then another one is is kind of what you already said, like ignorance. Yeah, just kind of being ignorant of not really understanding what's going on um, and not learning about it. Um, and also, I think just you know, we in America, especially in me personally, I've never experienced this type of emotional, spiritual, physical persecution yeah. um, that is happening. And so I can't, you know, it's hard to relate. Yeah. And so it's easier to just ignore because I can't relate to it, you know? So um, that's why. Yeah. I mean. So, and again, we're going to get to a few facts here in a moment, but I'm kind of, we're kind of setting up a little video clip, audio clip that I'm going to play here in a minute. Um, but uh, so why I haven't I been carrying? So. For me, I've kind of got a couple of reasons. One, it feels like it's been going on for a while, so it's kind of the same old, same old news. Mm, yeah. uh, and the more you see it, the more you're desensitized right. to it, and you don't care. It's just kind yeah, of the that's norm. True. It's mm-hmm. almost like, you know, if you live in the city and there are homeless people that right. live on the streets around you, you know, if there was one, it'd be like, you know, it's it'd be a tragedy, you know. Right. But it's because it's. Because it's so prevalent, right. um, you, you become desensitized yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's been going on for a while, so it feels like it's same old, same old. Um, two, uh, it's complicated and hard to follow. So it's just like, where, where do you begin? Mm-hmm. How, do I, how do I, I don't care because I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, and again, that's not a very good excuse for me, um, mm-hmm. you know, which we'll, we'll get into here. Um, uh, and then lastly, kind of like you were your first point uh, is it doesn't affect me. Yeah. So I, I care more about what affects me than I do stuff that doesn't affect right. me. So we're going to turn to some quick facts t- to introduce you to what is going on. But first, I'm going to play a little BuzzFeed video clip. So as you know, Terry, my number one news source <laughs> is BuzzFeed. <laughs> Not true. But uh, I, I'm going to play a little audio clip here from a video. Um, and it kind of... Some summarizes where most Americans are yeah. as far as what, what what they know about the situation in the Middle East and ISIS and that kind of a thing. So these are real people just responding to what's going on. Uh, they kind of throw up questions in title screens, and I'll narrate those as we go yeah. uh, so that you actually have context to what they're responding to. So with that, here, I'll play the video. Everything you see on the news is like, British teenagers join ISIS. And you're like, why would you do that? Do they have like a bunch of iPhones that they're giving out? Over the last year, ISIS has gotten a lot of press coverage is what the what they're saying right now on the screen. So we asked the staff of BuzzFeed what they knew about ISIS. Oh, come on. I don't know. It stands for, it doesn't stand for anything. I mean, I thought it meant something. Is it an acronym? What do the letters in ISIS stand for? Probably not. Islamic State, Islamic State, that doesn't make any sense. I read this article where uh, Muslims were very upset that it has the word Islamic in the front, in the title, because it doesn't represent the Islamic State. Interactive, social, 
incomprehensible sadness? I think that's right. I think I got this. Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. It's also ISIL. It's also just the Islamic State. Where is ISIS? Where is ISIS? Mostly on the internet. ISIS is huge on Twitter. They have a great social media team and apparently they're seducing teens over the internet. Do they have a headquarters maybe in the Middle East? I'm not sure specifically where. I'm just gonna go with the Middle East. ISIS zones are constantly changing, what they're saying now. I thought Iraq had enough problems. They need another thing? Who is the leader of ISIS? I'd probably some very angry old man. I wonder if there are people who think they're in charge of ISIS. If they're like, they're like five different people who are like, I'm really the head of ISIS. And, but I know like, I know Troy thinks he's the head of ISIS, but don't listen to Troy. Come to me if you've got any problems. Like, I'm the head of ISIS. A name I can't pronounce is the leader of ISIS. If you told me the leader of ISIS was Sauron from Lord of the Rings, I would believe you in a heartbeat. How much money does ISIS have? I'm not really sure what their pitch is when they go in for meetings uh, in terms of money, but I know that they have a crazy net worth. Is it like in the millions? More than a billion? No. No! It's in the billions? Who gave them that? They have an estimated net worth over $2 billion. That is like a fifth of what Snapchat is worth. Where does ISIS get their money from? Oh, can I get Wikipedia out or something? It's not from developing iPhone apps. Stealing it? They're stealing it? Where else can you quick, quick cash? Craigslist? Just selling stuff they have in their, their garage on Craigslist. Hey, what's the one that everybody uses now? Venmo? I don't know if it's through Venmo. Illegal oil sales. Are they like sneaking in and just like, like just grabbing some oil and then like, I got cheaper oil. Is that really how they're doing it? ISIS has many stra revenue streams, including oil smuggling, ransoms, and selling stolen stuff. So my question is, who's buying this oil from them? It must be heavily discounted. That's not why oil prices are so cheap right now, is it? I doubt there's actually like a registration form. It's probably just you're handed in AK-47. All right, so that's the, that is the, uh, the intro video to what I think most Americans do really know about ISIS. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of where I was, right? Yeah. Um, what'd you think about that? I mean, I was, uh, I was. Other than it's a Buzzfeed some, video yeah. and it's designed to be funny, right? So, uh, but it's, I mean, it's true, yeah. you know. So, fast facts, a few quick facts, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about what we can do to help help ourselves care. Uh, so, to give you a, a snapshot. Uh, Islamic State is the name of the group um, that actually is now formally called ISIS. Uh, they ISIS did stand for Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, um, but they're spreading to other regions, and so now they're mainly just kind of called I, I, Islamic State, I guess. Um, and to give you, uh, I guess, the 30,000-foot view on what is happening, um, uh, as far from a, from a Christian perspective, uh, the Christian population uh, has been declining steadily over the past 10 years. So that kind of gives you uh, an idea of what's going on uh, and how long it's been going on. And it's declined from 1.5 million Christians to 300,000 Christians mm -hmm. in the region. So that's Unreal. either Christians that have been displaced and had to flee their homes and, and communities or have been killed. Mm -hmm. um, so... Uh, 
let's see here. I, something I did learn. Mm-hmm. Did you, before you did research on this? Did yeah. you know what all those symbols were that people were changing their profile pictures to Mm-mm. to show no, their I had support? No idea. So did you learn that? Yeah, I learned that once I I read this. Yeah. So that symbol, just so ignorant to yeah. what was going on. That little symbol with that kind of U and the is it the two like the stars like right star there. or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, is uh, a symbol that ISIS militants would spray on Christian homes as they would pass through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this letter uh, from the it's an Arabic letter was the first letter of the Arabic word for Christian, which is uh, Nasrani uh, yeah. or Nazarene, Nazarene. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was really interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, so, which did you first think about the Passover stuff? When, when I read that, that they were marking oh, all these yeah. homes, it made me think about the Passover when they, you know, yeah. the lamb's blood. Very ironic. So um, so I first started caring a couple of weeks ago when our uh, church took up a donation for an organization called the Cradle Fund, which mm-hmm. I had never heard of. Uh, they said, hey, this is a really big deal going on right now. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously... I didn't care because I didn't, I had no idea. I, I wasn't informed. Yeah. Um, so that's how I kind of started caring. And then I started trying to, fi- of course, it kind of quickly fades as you go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to take some steps to make myself care more. And right. what can I do to make myself care more? And so we're going to outline just a couple of ways that you can, uh, you can make yourself care about what's going on and kind mm-hmm. of encourage yourself to care. And what are your thoughts on that? Are um, we, is this podcast flowing okay? Yeah, to no, you? it's you good. Feel like, yeah, feel like we're jumping all over the place. No, but. I mean, I mean, I think this the uh, the final thing you can do is is kind of reflect on okay, what do I do now? You yeah. know. So we talked about why we should care. Mm-hmm. We talked about why we're we not caring. Yeah. We played a BuzzFeed video <laughs> uh, explaining where most people are. Talked mm-hmm. about what's going on, and now we're going to talk about what we can do to engage to care and, yeah. and engage. Um, well, for me, it was it was just that is finding ways to start engaging in what's going on. So whether it's donating, you know, to some of these organizations, or uh-huh. um, you know, doing more research, you know, having conversations like this, you know, it challenge you to to see where you stand and how you respond emotionally to these things, you know. Um, and then the, the last one I thought of um, is praying. You know, begin praying for these things. And, you know, I believe when we, when we began praying for people, people, groups and situations, God really, um, honors that and softens our heart, you know, and, and develops a, um, deeper compassion, um, for what you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, you know, a huge place to start. Um, and just trusting that through that process, the Holy Spirit will really develop a compassion in you for that, yeah. you know? Well, you stole a couple of my oh, thoughts I'm sorry. there, but I mean, there's, I mean, it's pretty predictable, I guess. Mm-hmm. What you know, how do you make yourself care? I mean, it's, um, it, it's it's the uh, the obvious answers, but sometimes we have to tell ourselves right. the obvious answers so that we can, you know, yeah. start taking action. But the first thing is uh, that I've got here is we need to educate ourselves. Yeah, uh, you're not going to care if you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. and not that you ha- have to bury yourself in news headlines. You know, that's not healthy. But ignorance is not an excuse to do nothing, and uh, and 
not knowing is not an excuse for not caring. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, yeah, I just don't think that God would look down on that and say, oh, you know what, you, you had, you know, it's okay. You're, you were busy with right. your yeah. you know, soccer schedule, your Braves game. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You don't have to, you know, you got to pass. But, um, there is a, you know, you know what, let me pause. When you know it's happening, um, it gives you empathy and it gives you, uh, and it inspires you to, to take action yeah. when you hear the stories and that kind of a thing. So educate yourself, uh, educate others. And that's more than just changing your profile picture to mm-hmm. the symbol. Um, that's cool too. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like that's so, it's so, so last year to change your profile picture to that now. Right. And it's crazy because like, it's no less serious than it was a year ago, yeah. but it kind of peaks on social media and then mm-hmm. kind of dies out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, having a conversation with your family or, you know, and explaining that, you know, if you've got kids or something like that, explain that, hey, these, there are people and Christians that are in need and we need to help them. Right. Uh, just because they're far away or different nationality doesn't mean uh, we can pretend that they don't exist. Right. So we need to help these people. Um, the third thing is giving, and I suggest, and we'll link to this in our podcast notes, is to give to uh, the Cradle Fund or whatever mm-hmm. organization you find. Uh, we found the Cradle Fund, and what they do is they help um, the families on the ground, uh, primarily that have been displaced by ISIS. So the yeah. ones that did survive and had to flee mm-hmm. uh, to get out of harm's way, I mean, they walked away from jobs, their homes, their communities, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, you know... And, and they, You're these are the people nothing. that are living in tents now and they need clothing mm-hmm. and they need food and, and all this kind of thing, all this kind of stuff. But, you know, the obvious verse is, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And if you want your heart to care, if you want, if you want to care, there's probably no better way than to money. put some money yeah, into it. You're right. Um, you know, what do you value most? It's usually what, you, where your, money where, goes. where your money is. Yeah. Um, so that's a big, big way to encourage yourself to care. And it's a tangible way to care. Uh, and then, like you said, praying for the people, um, praying for ISIS, uh, that, you know, uh, praying that God would change them while at the same time praying that God would suppress them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a challenging prayer, but doesn't feel like it would, you know, I don't yeah. know. it's a tough one. That's a good point, though. I mean... Yeah, I mean, because we're called to pray for enemies, you know, and that's a, I mean, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, the Matthew 5, 44 is the one that says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute mm-hmm. you. Um, so I guess you can pray that they be changed at the same time that you pray that they get squashed. Right, yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, like praying for the people in the regions mm-hmm. for food and shelter and health and strength and peace and resolution and Hey, you can be the answer to a couple of those things like the food and shelter by donating. donating. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. That's kind yeah. of our, our uh, contribution to, yeah. you know, we're going to donate. Uh, we encourage you guys to consider donating and joining us in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of our, our, you know, our chance to take pause and note what's going on mm-hmm. and not, uh, not just blow by this mm-hmm. thing that's been going on for, you know, a decade. Right. Um, so in closing, not caring is really not an option if, if you're following Jesus, you know, um, you know, and not caring is, and, and 
making yourself care is not as simple as waving a magic wand. And if you take, you know, a step or two, you know, you'll really, I think, uh, I'm, I don't well, know. if you take a, if you take a step or two in, in the, the directions that we've talked yeah. about, you I mean, your heart's going to follow that. Yeah. So, so you can tweet your thoughts to us or what steps you're taking on Twitter at prep my mission. You can also tag us in an Instagram post at prepare my mission and join us on Facebook and comment there. Or send us an email, cj at prepare my mission or terry at prepare my mission. Thanks for listening. We'll keep on going to our, uh, move on to our listeners' question. This week's listener question comes from Bailey, and Bailey asks, is it okay to have some fun days built into our mission trip at the end to explore and enjoy the country that we're visiting? You want me to jump in or you want to answer? <laughs> I mean, my initial thought is, no, that's not a bad thing. That's okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I, I just answered your, no. is that okay <laughs> with a no? But yes, I think that is okay um, as long as you don't make the entire trip about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... Um, it's not a mission trip. It's a mission trip. It's not a vacation. And we have an article that we've written about that, um, which you can search vacation on, in, on the website and pull it up. But, um, you know, I think, you know, a lot of times on mission trips, you do safari, a safari day or a shopping day or a hiking day. If you're somewhere that there's some cool hike places Mm -hmm. to go or something. Uh, and that being said, you know, God is not anti-fun or anti-relaxing or mm-hmm. anti-safari. And he um, wants you to explore the world yeah. he created, you yeah. know, so I, there. I, I think fun days are, are, are fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you have your priority straight and you're making sure that what you set out to accomplish, you're actually accomplishing, mm-hmm. uh, in the school or church or community or whatever. Um, and realize that fun days are pretty low on the priority list. But, um, yeah, like, like, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Plan to get your work done and then rest, relax and enjoy before the long plane flight home. Yeah. That was a pretty easy one. Yep. All right. Well, if you have a uh, question or if you disagree, uh, you can email us at podcast at prepare my com or send us a message on Twitter or Facebook. And, We'll move right into what's going on on the website. We have two new articles that we uh, pu- publish on the website. One is is the uh, college, uh, an article about the college program that we recommended called Four Reasons Why We Love the Missions, Progr- Missions Program at Bethany Global University. So you can check that out if you want to. Well, I'll link to that. And then... Uh, an article that I'm really excited about, five steps you need to take if you want to be a great missionary. So being a great missionary, just like being a great doctor or a great business person or anything like that doesn't just happen. Uh, you have to plan and you have to take the necessary steps to to be great at what you do. Uh, not all missionaries are created equal. So there are five steps you need to take. You can check that out. And, and that's it for this episode of the podcast. I think we're wrapping up a little early. <laughs> All that ISIS talk I was. Know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, we'll have another podcast for you two Tuesdays from now, which is April twenty first, twenty fifteen. Uh, we'll also have a Braves update, I'm sure, for you. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, if you're a student and you're interested in learning more about the missions program, don't forget to check out our sponsor by visiting preparemymission.com slash college. You can find the show notes for this podcast as well as previous episodes of the podcast at preparemymission.com slash podcast. Finally, if you visit preparemymission.com, you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, our Instagram. Um, we, uh, you can connect with us all week long, be encouraged by posts and tweets and find out what new content we're adding to the site. Is that it? Yeah. We just, we're just like That's on it. point today. We, got it. we didn't ramble too much, maybe, no, we didn't. A- especially at the end, except yeah. we're rambling right now <laughs> as the music is building. See, I love, I love letting the music build and then just nailing it right at the end. <laughs> so is it time? time. (laughs) Until next time, I'm CJ. And I'm Terry. And thank you for listening. (laughs)